Welcome, fellow beer connoisseur, to Beer Tasters, a podcast dedicated to the enjoyment of one of life's true pleasures, beer. I'm your host, Lex Starwalker. And I'm Nikki Starwalker. Today, we'll tell you about a couple delightful beers that you've got to try. Cheers! Listener, welcome back to the show. Welcome to Beer Tasters, episode 12, and welcome back to the show, Nikki. Thanks. So it's been a couple weeks, I think, since we've we've dropped a new beer, beer tasters, but, but fear not, fair listener, we've still been drinking beer. We've just been very busy and have had a hard time finding time that we, we can both do this, but we're back. We're back in black. And we're drinking beer, right, Nikki? That's right. So, Nikki, why don't you start out and tell us a little bit about what beers you've drank this week? We're, we're doing a little something different this week. We're going to not just talk about what we're drinking right now, but any highlights from the week. Okay. One of the first beers that I had is an India Pale Ale, an IPA, by Arcadia Brewing Company. And I had never had one of their ales before, but I thought I would give it a try anyway, just because I like trying new things and being a little adventurous. And this beer, when I poured it, I was alarmed because it was extremely overcarbonated. It took me at least five minutes just to pour the beer. And then I thought, well, maybe this is just this time. No, every time I opened a bottle from that six pack, it was just bubbling over. I had to, you know, wait and pour and wait and pour. And the beer itself did not know what it wanted to be. And what I mean by that is that as an IPA, I expect it to be hoppy. I expect it to probably be more hoppy than malty. In other words, hot forward. This beer was malt forward. It was so malty and sweet and kind of bread-like in taste. And for that reason, I just felt like I was a bit uh, underwhelmed by the beer and a bit unsatisfied because I really wanted an IPA. And it didn't have to knock you over with the, the hoppiness or be extremely bitter, but this beer just did not taste like an IPA to me. And I know you had a taste of this one too, right, Lex? Yeah. Do you know what types of hops were in it? No, I don't. But it did taste a bit citrusy. From yeah. The hops. Yeah, it did. Um, I know there are some hops. I can't think of them off the top of my head, but there are some hops that give kind of a citrusy taste. Um, you actually told me the trick of uh, putting some water in the glass and pouring it out. And that helped with the head problem. But yeah, it definitely seemed over carbonated for an IPA. And I agree, it it did not, to me, seem really like an IPA. Yeah. It was closer to a pale ale. Definitely. And even then, um, I just, I wasn't really a fan of it. I didn't really care much for the taste. Grading it just as a beer, I wasn't a fan of it. And then looking at it as an IPA, I I wasn't a fan of it either. (laughs) Right. Yes, I totally agree with that. So other than that one, I had the Breakfast Stout by Founders Brewing Company. And I don't believe I've talked about this one before on the podcast. It was a decent stout. I don't think I would say that it's an amazing stout. Um, And I've definitely had better from Founders. So Lex, what have you been drinking? Well, I've been drinking a lot of Lagunitas lately. 
And actually, that's what I'm going to talk about today is one of my new favorite daily beers is uh, Lagunitas Little Something Something Ale. So I, I've had quite a bit of that. And I got uh, actually the beer that you're going to be talking about, the Samuel Smith Organic Chocolate Stout. Mm. And that's uh, definitely my favorite chocolate stout. And then I also had, I don't remember if you talked about this on the show, but I had that chocolate porter that you'd had. Do you remember what brewery that was? Um, You know, I don't. And it was okay. And yeah, I had some of that IPA you got. And uh, I think that was I think that was it. Nothing really. You know, it's funny. I I came up with this idea. I was like, hey, you know, we should talk about other beers we have during the week because we drink a lot of different beers. And we run into this thing where we go to a liquor store and like me, I will usually get a six pack of something like Lagunitas or a Sierra Nevada or something like that that I can get in a six pack. And then I'll get a few individual beers that are either, you know, some of my favorite imports or other favorites that I have that you can't get in a six or a 12 pack or, you know, something new I've never had before. And I'm always like, oh, well, you know, these beers I want to talk about on the show, but we only do the show once a week. So usually what happens is, you know, I end up drinking a lot of them before we actually do the show. (laughs) And so I thought, you know, it'd be we should really kind of keep track of what beers we drink every week and talk about ones that we particularly liked. Yeah. And then, you know, maybe one day we'll do a more complete review of it on a future episode. Sure. But but that way, you know, for those of you that are new to the hobby and, and just getting started, we can expose you to more things that you can try. Definitely. So I'm thinking I'm thinking that's all I had. Okay. I, I can't think of anything else. What about you? Did you have anything else? Well, I did remember the name of that beer. Thanks, Untapped. It was the Shake Chocolate Porter that you had, I believe. And that was by Boulder Beer Company. And that one, I actually didn't get a lot of cream in the flavor at all, but it was kind of a nice dark chocolate taste. So that could be a fun one to try. Yeah. So did you have any other beers? That was it. Tell us about what you're drinking tonight. Okay, tonight I am having an old favorite um, of Lex's and I's. (laughs) It is the Samuel Smith Organic Chocolate Stout, and it is made in the UK. And this is kind of a Swedish sweet stout. Swedish, I don't want to say that it's from Sweden, but (laughs) it's a sweet stout and it's 5% ABV. And it's by far the best chocolate stout that I've ever had. And I know you just said that it's the best that you've ever had too. And this is kind of what I hold up as the chocolate stout. I kind of compare all other chocolate stout and sometimes even chocolate beers such as chocolate porters to this standard. It is creamy. It doesn't have a strong aroma. I Maybe I get a little bit of chocolate on the aroma, but the chocolate is in the taste. It has this deep chocolate flavor and they actually use cocoa in it when they make it. And the brewery itself has been around for a long time. This beer is brewed with well water. The original well was sunk in 1758 and is still in use. And the hard water is drawn from 80 feet underground. So that's kind of neat. Um, and this beer is actually organic and vegan. So if you're a vegan or vegetarian, you can totally have this. And like I said, it has a great taste and it also has a delightful finish because it's just a good stout and just really, really chocolatey. Yeah, I am a big fan of the Samuel Smith beers. 
In fact, I don't think I've had one of their beers that I didn't like. And I think maybe we've mentioned them on the show before, but uh, they make a, an IPA. It's called their India Ale. That's still one of my favorite IPAs that I've had. Um, it's a very mellow IPA. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of American IPAs kind of go overboard. And so for someone trying their first IPA, I, I would highly recommend Samuel Smith's because it won't like knock you over um, with the bitterness. Uh, really good, really aromatic. Um, they have a strawberry beer that's delicious. Oh, the best. They have an apricot beer that's delicious. Um, they have an organic apple cider that's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have like they have an oatmeal style and they have a lot of different stuff. And and I'm sure that they have a lot of stuff that we've never seen. Yes. But everything I've had of theirs is really, really good. For sure. And right now I'm drinking a, a bit cold, but it's best served at 51 degrees. Lex, do you want to come and try it? It's really good. Um, I've had a handful of chocolate beers and Nikki, do you know, is there actually chocolate in that or are they getting that just from the malts? There is indeed. It says on their site, the gently roasted organic chocolate malt and organic cocoa impart a delicious flavor. Yeah, so. that's kind of what I was guessing because it seems like the chocolate beers I've had that don't actually have chocolate in them, A, weren't that great and B, didn't really taste like chocolate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, maybe some people out there think they taste like chocolate, but but I don't. So the, the few beers that I've had that were chocolate stout or porter or whatever actually had chocolate in them. And um, this one is definitely my favorite. I mean, it's not even close. I'd, I'd say, though, I think my second favorite would be the the porter that we okay. just talked about. That was that was pretty close. I know you've had Rogue's chocolate stout. I don't remember if I tasted it or not. I think if I did, I didn't like it. Yeah. That one's pretty good, but it's only second best compared to the Samuel Smith. Yeah, I don't think I've had a rogue beer that I liked, but I haven't tried a lot of them. And then what was the first one we had? Was it Wells chocolate stout that comes in the can? It might have been. Yeah, and that wasn't that great either. (laughs) (laughs) But Wells makes a great banana bread beer. So, oh, yeah. Got to try that. My sister just had that this week and she loved it. She sent me pictures in a text message of, of her. She found it on tap somewhere. Oh, wow. Lucky her. Yeah, I bet it's delicious on tap. All right. So this week, uh, as I mentioned already, I am drinking one of my new favorites. Uh, this is a Lagunitas beer. And we've talked about Lagunitas on the show before. We reviewed their uh, brown sugar yep. beer. <laughs> and I don't think Lagunitas makes a beer that doesn't have an apostrophe somewhere in its title. <laughs> So this one, I like to call it the little something something ale, but it's actually the little something something ale. Oh. And this is, I just call it an American ale. I think Untapped calls it an American wheat ale. Oh, which really? I don't hmm. know. I, I would like confirmation on that because it doesn't really taste like a wheat ale to me. Yeah. Every Lagunitas beer has a funny little thing written around the label. So this one says, so we're all on collective disability. That's cool. Let's put some ice on it and keep ourselves elevated for a while. So what's on the tube? Honey, get me a beer from the fridge. Will ya, sweetie? Please? (laughs) (laughs) And this is 64.2 IBU, International Bittering Units. 
Uh, original gravity of 1.076. I wow, that's detailed. Like a lot of beers don't tell you the original gravity. And uh, yeah, that's a that's a huge can of worms. If you don't know what original gravity means, we're going to in a future episode or episodes, we're going to get into home brewing, and we're going to get into how beer is made and. At some point in there, we will get into what original gravity is, mm-hmm. um, but there's not really a great way to nutshell it. Um, so I'm just going <laughs> to move on. Uh, the alcohol ABV is 7.5%, and this is kind of a, a golden kind of straw, kind of reddish yellow color. Um, it's got a decent head on it. It's fairly well carbonated. It's very hoppy. If if I had to classify it, I think I would call it a pale ale because it's pretty hoppy. Okay. Hmm. It actually, on their site, Lagunitas.com, they say a filtered pale wheat ale. Okay. Yeah, that's what uh, that's what it said on, on Untapped. Okay. So I guess that's right. I mean, I'm not going to argue with the brewer, <laughs> but uh, it doesn't have that kind of wheat taste to it that a lot of wheat ales do, but it could mm-hmm. be because it is so hoppy that it's kind of covering that up, which is actually a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't particularly, I like a w- lot of wheat ales, but I don't like it when that, that kind of wheat funky taste gets too strong. Yeah. I don't know what kind of hops they use in their beers, but every Lagunitas beer I've had has a similar hop flavor to it. So there is a certain, maybe one or two kinds of hops that they're using in all their beers. And I really like it. I, I really, I really like this beer. I used to, when we were in Seattle, I drank a lot of New Belgium. Um, I used to get their triple and their Abbey Ale a lot. Right. Since we've been here, I've I've been all about the Lagunitas. <laughs> like I pretty much every time we get beer, I get Lagunitas. I love it. Do you want to <laughs> have a sip, Nikki, and tell us what you think? Sure. This is another beer like a lot of them that we drink that it will taste better after you let it warm up a bit after it comes out of the fridge. The hot flavor really comes out. Yeah, that beer has a beautiful balance to it because the smell that I get is definitely from the hops, um, I think, because I get this intense citrus smell, which is very appealing. And then I take a sip of it and I get the malt. And it's kind of a sweet but um, very drinkable flavor. And then afterwards, a bit of bitterness from the hops and, and some more of that citrus hop flavor. So it's a delicious beer. Yeah, it's a lot more aromatic hop flavor than bitterness, I think. And and I actually can detect the wheat very slightly in, in the nose, but I don't really taste it. Yeah, it's funny. Their site, they have, they have a little note at the bottom that says, with a nice Wheatley-esque-ishness. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's very faintly wheat, I guess. Well, and that's, that's the funny thing about beer. I mean, my understanding is if there is any wheat at all in the grain bill, it's a wheat beer. Okay. And, and the grain bill is just the grains, the malts that are used to make the beer. And you'll have usually some beers will only have one type of malt, but usually you have different types and there's different ratios. So if there's any wheat in there at all, it's it's a wheat beer. And it could be that there is like that. The percentage of wheat malt is very, very low, like 10 Mm percent or something. So it's enough that they they have to technically call it a wheat beer, but it's very subtle in the flavor, especially when you, you know, you bring in the other malts and the hops and everything else. You know, that that kind of weediness is kind of lost a little bit. Though it's, it's there, you know, it's just very faint. Yeah. So someone like Jim Walls, friend, friend of the show, who tends not to like wheat beers, he might like this one. 
<laughs> All right. So so we have tasted a couple beers and we got a couple minutes here at the end of the show. So I just wanted to mention, as I said at the beginning of the show, this is episode 12 of Beer Tasters. We are doing 12 episode seasons with our shows here at Starwalker Studios. However, um, there are actually going to be 13 episodes in season one of Beer Tasters because one of those episodes is the state of the studio announcement, which isn't really a Beer Tasters episode. You know what uh, I mean? Right. Yeah. I mean, it's one of the episodes, but it wasn't anything about beer. Right. It was like our, our little, you know, public television pledge drive kind of thing. <laughs> right. So um, we're going to have one more episode to close out this season. And what we're thinking, it might be a little bit longer, but we had uh, a listener and I don't remember off the top of my head their name. I'm sorry. But someone asked that we talk about glassware. And, you know, there's all kinds of different glasses that you can drink your beers in and, you know, what kind of glasses go with what kind of styles, that kind of thing. And that's an awesome topic. And that's something that Nikki and I are both kind of into. Like we actually collect beer glasses and we try really hard to, to drink beers out of appropriate glasses, although we still don't have every type of beer glass. No, but I'd love to have that. So there are certain certain ones that we don't have the exact right glass for. But um, so we're going to talk about that next week as well as reviewing a couple beers. So it might be a little longer. And then we're going to take, uh, I don't know, a few weeks off or something. And then we're going to start season two. And season two is going to be very much like season one. We're going to be tasting beers on, you know, every episode. But what I want to do in season two is something that, that we talked about at the very beginning of the show is we're going to start talking about how beer is made and like home brewing and the ingredients of beer. And so every episode, we're going to dig into that a little bit as well as tasting a beer. How's that sound, Nikki? Fun. So this is a surprise to Nikki, but um, I feel like it's only right at the end of this show, which is dedicated to craft beer that we take a, a moment of silence in honor of a brother who I think has fallen. <laughs> um, Elysian Brewing Company, or whatever it's called, yep. Elysian, uh, has been bought out by Anheuser-Busch. And uh, I'm, I'm trying not to choke up here, but <laughs> um, they used to make one of my favorite American triples, which they no longer make. And they make some other really good beers. They make an uh, an IPA, a Jasmine IPA called Avatar. Is it Avatar? Yeah, it's one of my favorites. And yeah, it's got Jasmine in it. It's mm-hmm. delicious. Um, they make the Wise, which that is in ESB. Is that right, Nikki? Yes. And that is really good. And you know what? I don't think we've reviewed an ESB on the show, have we? No, but we should. Extra special bitter. Yeah, those are good. Any other beers you can think of off the top of your head? That- well, they make uh, corporate beer still sucks. It's loser pale ale. <laughs> well, they're not going to be able to make that anymore. That's got to be a conflict of interest. Huh? <laughs> right? Isn't that ironic? <laughs> but I haven't had it yet. But my favorite ESB used to be the Wise. So I'm a little sad because I'm afraid that those of my favorite beers will go by the wayside and be forgotten. Yeah, I'm I'm really curious what's going to happen with that. You know, are we going to see their more crafty beers like, you know, Avatar go away mm-hmm. and they're just going to mass produce like their what is their their shitty like mainstream beers like Men's Room or something like that? Men's Room Red. Yeah. yeah. You know, are they just going to make that or are they going to still make 
the beers that they made before, but use substandard ingredients. Because right. that's that's what I really see happening is Anheuser-Busch is going to come in and saying, oh, no, no, you're not buying all these expensive malts and, and these expensive hops. You know, you're going to get this this shit that we can get, you know, from our bulk, you know, suppliers. <laughs> right. Our crappy low-grade Pilsner malt that we use for Budweiser or whatever, you know. Yeah. You know, that's something... I don't know. I don't know how political we want to get on this show, beer <laughs> politics, but you know, there's a lot of kind of shadiness that goes on where, you know, one of these big corporate breweries will buy out a craft brewery or a microbrewery or something like that and they try to like keep it under the rug and they package and market this beer like it's this little brewery and yep. it's really Anheuser-Busch. Yeah. And um, it's pretty shady. And a lot of times, you know, if you don't really do your due diligence, you can think that you're buying a good craft beer and you're supporting a good local brewery. And you're really not. You're supporting, you know, one of the one of the giants of, you know, the mass produced panther piss. Right. (laughs) As your dad used to call it. Oh, yeah. My dad was known for coining great phrases. Well, that was a good one. (laughs) I, I think that's giving it too much credit. Because to me, panther piss sounds like something that's got like some some kick to it. You know what I mean? Like, like you're not going to drink panther piss and like still be on your feet. You know what I mean? (laughs) That's going to knock you over. And and I don't I think that's giving, you know, the big three way too much credit. (laughs) Okay. Do you remember Super Fuzz, the blood orange pale ale? Yes, that was so good. I know. Yeah, I don't think we'll be seeing much of that anymore. No. I, I don't think Anheuser-Busch is going to be supplying, you know, Elysian with uh, blood blood oranges or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it was bittered with German Northern Brewer and Cascade Hops. And then it was finished with Citra and Armarillo. So I just, I don't oh, see I that like kind Amarillo. of thing happening. Yeah, I That's know. That's in Lucille. Oh, I know. It's great. Yeah, so it's too bad. I mean, I'm sure Elysian got a bucket of money for it, but they sold out basically, which is really sad. They, you know, they had uh, what, like three brew pubs, brew pubs, in the <laughs> Seattle area too. Yeah. What's going to happen with that? Are they going to start serving Bud Light? Now? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> so one last thing, I wanted to give a shout out to another beer podcast that just started from the Loaded Dice network it's called learn about beer and i just wanted to give a shout out to those guys they actually mentioned us uh in their first episode and we really appreciate it that's that's super awesome so if you are wanting more uh beer information definitely check them out they are doing kind of different things than what we're doing it's a very different show than what we're doing they're talking more about like beer in the news and and all kinds of stuff like that. Not so much beer reviews, but more just about beer, the history of beer, and things like that. So it sounds like it's going to be really educational and, and fun. Yeah, I'll have to give them a listen. All right. Well, that is going to wrap up episode 12 of Beer Tasters. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you would like to reach us, you can email us at beertasterspodcast at gmail.com. You can find me on Google Plus under Lex Starwalker, and you can find me on Twitter at Lex Starwalker. You can find me at Nikki Starwalker. Please visit our website at Starwalker Studios. 
com, where you can find our show notes with links to the beers we've talked about. And you can also find our other wonderful podcasts that we make. If you enjoy beer tasters and you'd like to see the podcast keep going strong, a great way that you can help us out is to head on over to iTunes, if you use iTunes, and give us a rating or a review. And also, uh, please check out our brand new Patreon page. And you can find that at patreon.com slash beer tasters, where you can become a patron of the show and support us on a monthly basis. Or if you'd prefer to just give us a one-time donation and maybe buy us a beer or two. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) You can uh, hit our donate button over at starwalkerstudios.com. So we like to end our show with our beer tasters challenge. This week, try something new. Try a beer you've never tried before. Or if you're feeling especially adventurous, try a style you've never tried before. Until next time, I'm Lex Starwalker. And I'm Nikki Starwalker. Enjoy life. And enjoy your beer. Cheers. Cheers. This episode's music provided by Kevin McLeod. Please see the show notes for more details at starwalkerstudios.com slash beer tasters.